Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome in another edition of Stoppage Time as we are merely days away from the preseason opener for Atlanta United. Chattanooga FC, Saturday. Coverage starts at 2.30 on 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. And if you're driving up, cool, you can listen to us on the way in. If you're driving back afterwards, an hour of the full-time report after the match. It is our first broadcast of 2023, Mike. I can't wait. It feels like forever since we've done a game uh together which i guess it kind of has october 1st uh but you know it's amazing how even if you don't go to the playoffs the off season in major league soccer is very very short so really excited about saturday the weather looks pretty good you know low to mid 50s could be a lot worse uh not supposed to rain i don't think up there in chattanooga so um you know, I, I don't know if it's going to be quite like the same turnout that they had in 2017 when uh, Atlanta United essentially played its first ever friendly, but I think there will be a pretty decent turnout. Uh, and what we'll learn about this team on Saturday, I don't know. We'll go through it here in the next half hour. Probably yeah. not a whole lot, you know, but again. You will learn some things, though. We'll learn a few things. I mean, I it reminds me a little bit of last year. They played their first friendly in Athens mm-hmm. uh, right at the end of January. Uh, Almada was not yet in. In fact, I think Almada was not yet even signed. Um, you, you saw a pretty good mix of you know, a couple first-choice guys, a couple first-teamers who aren't necessarily first-choice, and then a lot of second-teamers and academy kids. And I, I shouldn't call them kids, young men. 
And I think it's, I get the feeling it's probably going to be the same this Saturday. You'll probably see a few first choice guys, a lot of first teamers who aren't first choice, and then a lot of the youngsters. And, um, you know, we'll maybe learn a thing or two about some of the youngsters, and maybe we'll learn a thing or two about the way Pineda wants to set this team up. Yeah, we'll take questions too if you guys have them. Uh, we'll be here till 2 30, so about 30 minutes if you're listening later as a podcast. Just- bear with us um we'll take some questions uh but what i wanted to to hit a couple things off the top so if you're interested in tickets chattanoogafc.com is where you can get them the atlanta united supporters and i don't know if it's an organized like supporters group situation or not but on chattanooga's website they said atlanta united supporters would be in section 102 so if, if you're looking to get tickets think around 102 if you're an atlanta united fan and I highly recommend coming out if you can. First off, it, it the weather's going to be as good as it can be right now. I mean, who knows how it's going to be day-to-day anymore at this point. Uh, seasons, what? I don't know. Um, yeah. Two, it, it's an opportunity to, just like you did in Athens, to see the building blocks of how this will go. I think the way the team plays is something you will want to pay attention to. You'll want to see the points of emphasis, how they build out of the back, how they press, those sorts of elements. And we'll talk about it a little bit more in detail. Um, Some of the players in the second half, yes, you'll want to get to know them because they're going to be potentially members of the first team in the upcoming years. And Noah Cobb is a prime example of that, a player that we started to see a good bit in preseason last year, played with Atlanta United 2 exclusively last season, did have a, a couple of cups of coffee. With the first team being around it, he's on a first-team deal in 2023. So you want to pay attention to those young players. But it is about building these players for the season opener. So you're not going to see the starters for 90. But I think if if starters are ready to go and are fit, you'll see them for 30 to 45. I, I think you could see 45 out of a first choice 11 right now, whatever that first choice is at the moment. Because if anybody's got any kind of an injury, they're not going to play. If anybody has any kind of a, you know, coming back from injury and there's a concern, they won't play or they'll play less than you might expect. I think 45 is the most you'll see any of the regulars or really anybody in a, in a perfect situation. And the second half, you'll see a lot of rotation. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. I don't think, uh, just based on some of the rhetoric we've heard in the early days of training camp, I don't think you'll see Miles Robinson on Saturday. I don't think you'll see Brad Guzzetti. Maybe you will, but I... Brad, I I I can possibly see. I don't think you'll see Miles. Brad's maybe a little bit different. I don't know about Ozzy Alonzo. You know, Miles, I, I think, had made it pretty clear. His goal is to be ready for February 25th. Yeah, it, it's weird with Miles. Like, I don't exactly know. Um, they've had one fully open training session that I had a chance to watch, and Miles participated. Right, right. And, and Gonzalo Pineda talked about it a little bit afterwards. Like, he's participating in everything, but they're being careful with how he's participating in some things, like what his role is in some of the activities, things like that. So, yeah, like, Brad's a little bit different, Brad. And and if you've been paying attention to the the kind of recovery series that the team has been put out putting out, and those have been amazing. I, I the second one especially to me, getting a chance to see some of that work and hear from not just Brad but from you know Liam Curran and and from the training staff and and 
he's been a freak in this recovery in a great way. Like he's so far much further ahead than anybody would have thought. And he was last year to the point that it's like, let's slow down a little bit, big fella. (laughs) Let's wait a little bit here. So if he plays, I'm not going to be shocked. I think miles is a little bit different situation. And Ozzy maybe as well. Uh, Again, someone who's been training, but again, someone who does he really need a lot at this stage of his career to be ready? Probably not as much. Um, I, I'm, I'm thinking back again to that match at Athens. Like, I, I feel like our played maybe 45 minutes. I think um, they were at 45 at that point, because yeah. if I remember right, they had done a game internally and, and we had a chance to see it That's from right. a media perspective against yep. Georgia storm. Yeah. And I think this, that was, or that was, would have been like the last right weekend in terms of the calendar. Yeah. Go yeah. around that. Um, so I think the starters went 30 in that. And I think they went 45 against the revolution and starters went 60 in the first game in Mexico. That was a, a normal match. The second game was split squad and, and, and different with Chivas and with Tepetitlan. But that game against Celaya last year, they went 60. So I, I 45, maybe 30, depending on where they are fitness wise is where I think the starters will be. Yeah. So, you know, just looking at the Twitch pitch here, like, why don't I start with Christopher Abel? Because this could kind of set the tone for just the general conversation we're going to have about this match. He goes, he knows the result's not the most important thing Saturday, which it is not, correct. But what would be a result that would be a cause for concern? For example, if Atlanta were to get played off the park and lose 4-0, how concerned would you be? I think oh, we'd both be yeah. very concerned if they get played off the park. Well, uh, it depends on – and when you say played off the park, now I, I will get into semantics on this. Like, if it's 4-0 and the goals came off of two deflections and a corner and a penalty, then we're having a different conversation. Yeah, yeah, when I'm talking played off the park, it's the way the game plays, the way the game plays out. And that's what – Gonzalo Pineda and the coaching staff are going to be looking for from an Atlanta United perspective more than the the scoreline. It's how do you start the play? How do you recover the ball or start with a goal kick in your defensive third and build out cleanly? The the open session that they've had, and and we're going to get a chance here in, in just a little bit to see an open session today, which I'm really looking forward to because what jumped out to me about the open session that I had a chance to see this year was that focus on building out of the defensive third and not just, okay, we have a goal kick and just get out of the defensive third as fast as possible, but doing it in a proper constructed way. Because if you do that and you get past the first line of pressure from the opposition and you're connected, you're organized, you connect passes, it's not just dribble out, It's pass, 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 go out as a group. Then you've eliminated some potential defenders and you've got the whole team connected moving further up the field. So if the ball turns over, players are close together. They can win it back quickly. That's the stuff you're looking for in this game because that's what you're working on right now. You're you're really building the foundation. So the two things that I'm looking for, and again, scoreline, I don't care. The two things I'm looking for is how they build out of the back, how clean it looks in getting out of the defensive third, and how they try to win the ball back, how they press, because that's the other, the flip side. 
is it man-to-man pressure? Is it chase the ball kind of pressure? I think, and this is based off what we saw last year when the team was coherent, I think you're going to see a lot of cutting the field in half vertically and trying to push the ball to one side and then squeeze. Like you basically, if the right back has the ball for Chattanooga, the forward and the opposite winger, Atlanta's right winger, have to cut off switching. They can't let the ball get to the other side. So that cuts the field in half. And then you just squeeze the team to where you win the ball back, and then you can pass, 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 boom, go to goal. So those are the two areas I'm really looking for in this match on Saturday. Yeah, and and I feel like, again, like it's going to be, I think, easier to evaluate how Atlanta United plays as a group within itself as opposed to how Atlanta United plays against an opponent because both Atlanta United and their opponent are very, very, very early in the process of getting ramped up for this season. Chattanooga, I I think to our understanding, only has maybe a little more than a dozen players plus some trialists ready to go for this match. So uh, I would not dwell so much on, oh, Atlanta United, you know, they they scored five or six goals and they dominated possession and and they did all that. Uh, Or... Conversely, oh, Chattanooga, they, they looked really, really good. I mean, they, they were getting in behind Atlanta United and and they were earning set pieces and they looked really, really good on their set pieces, whatever. That's not what we're looking for at this point of the year. It's the how is what I'm right. looking for. Right. Yeah. And I, I think to an extent, maybe get a little bit of a temperature check on just how are the connections? Oh, How's sure. the continuity? Yeah, You know, do we have some society, uh, to use your term, some societies developing uh, within Atlanta United? I think you might get maybe a small hint of that. Yeah. Uh, But I think Uncle No Pockets on the Twitch pitch put it best. I mean, what we want to see more than anything else, I think it goes without saying, but we'll say it anyway, no injuries. And that is something that you cannot take for granted. Let's go back to last year. Uh, I believe it was in the Tepetit Lawn match where um, who got who got hurt and knocked out for like eight weeks. Was it Machope? Machope uh, and uh, Franco Ibarra were both injured that day. I can't right. remember if one was against Chivas and one was Tepetit Lawn, but yeah, they I, were I, both lost for a long period of time. I think Machope was against Tepetit Lawn, and I, I think but thank you for a bar. I think that might have been against Chivas. Yeah, um, Birmingham. That was not a good day. No, no, no. <laughs> Although, you know, again, at that time, were you and I hugely concerned about Atlanta United's prospects based on that day? No, 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 no. Yeah, and it's, no. It's, when I say it's not a good day, it wasn't about results. It was about two injuries. It's and, about two and injuries and, it. and having to play very physical matches yeah. against some ornery opposition. Yeah. Uh, but let's go back to 2020. You know, George Bellow got hurt in the Birmingham. Right. Uh, friendly, and if memory serves me right, I don't think George was ready to go until everyone got down to Disney World, if I remember correctly. Now, That's obviously, correct. the the pandemic was a yeah. huge part of that. So, um, you know, knock on wood that you stay healthy. I mean, so far from what we have heard, nothing major injury wise yeah. coming out of training camp. And quite frankly, I mean, where you are right now, and I think they still have work to do. I. I Still think there are incoming players we're going to find out about. Oh, of course there are. We'll get 
We'll get to Yakimakis watch in a second. Uh, but I mean, quite frankly, right now, um, you know, your first team depth is stretched. So you don't want to run into a situation where you're going to lose a guy in a preseason friendly uh, and it might cost them a month or more. You do not want that at all. I mean, but here's the thing. And, and this is the flip side. There's nothing you can do to truly avoid it outside of not pushing guys past the amount of minutes you think they can handle at this point. And, and that part is scientific. You know what kind of load they have, have worked so far up to this point. You know what you're planning to play them. You're not going to ask it somebody because of, of other injuries or whatever. Like, oh, we were only going to play you 45 because that's where you are in terms of your development right now. But ah, go ahead and play 90. Now, that <laughs> would be where you're inviting an injury. Right. Injuries are part of the game. And, and if you go in playing tentatively, you're more likely to get an injury. You're more mm-hmm. likely to be uh, kind of holding back on a tackle and somebody cleans you out. That, that sort of thing can happen. And I don't think they'll be like that. That's a little bit of crossing your fingers and hoping the luck breaks our way a little bit better than it did last year in terms of, of injuries with this team. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Christopher Abel says, so which statistic would we look at as the most important? Is it passing accuracy in a match like Saturday? Probably. I mean, I don't think you're going to have that level of statistics for this game. Um, Unfortunately, because I kind of like that stuff too. Um, From like your, your, I watching this. This is going to be the important thing, really, more than numbers would be in this. 
watch how many times they pass from in the defensive third. And this can be from a goal kick or from a shot and goalkeepers got the ball. How many times they pass to get out without the other team picking the ball off or, or intercepting um, and how organized it looks. That's what you're looking for. And then from the defensive side, I, I think you're looking at how many turnovers Atlanta causes in the attacking half. So those are two things to look for. Look at how many times they get out of the defensive third cleanly. And maybe we need to have our own stats on this one. And yeah. how many times they force a turnover in the attacking half. Those are the two key things in this game. I think you'll know without maybe knowing the number. Like I go back to that Birmingham friendly last yeah. year where there for much of the first half, Birmingham really had trouble getting out of its own half. Atlanta United really to the point where they even forced an own goal. Atlanta United. Yeah, that's right. Um, so it, you know, we never really got numbers, but I think we kind of had a feel for it. So um, yeah, I I'm with you. I don't think Opta's scoring this match. No, I don't think Social score is gonna be on this or anything. So remember too, again, guys, this is the first friendly. Okay. Yeah, I mean first it, preseason. It's you know, about how you're doing things more than what happens. Exactly. I think you're going to be able to glean a lot more when you play Toluca, when you play St. Louis. If any kind of stream is available of that, you'll probably be able to glean a lot more. One more on the Chattanooga uh, before we go to Yakimakis watch. Emilio goes back to your point about, is Atlanta United building out of the back the way you want to see them? He wants to know how effective can you work on that building out of the back if Atlanta United is thin in the back. I don't think they're thin in the back, first off. Um, I mean, again, we don't know any injury situations right now of availability for Saturday, but uh, Miles would be one question um, if he's available or not and what that looks like because then, okay, yeah, you're you're looking at somebody with Parata. Okay, how does that look and who is it and how does that go? I don't know yet. Um, fullbacks, I think you're in good shape with with Wiley um he's away with US men's US youth national team but Gutman with Hernandez with Lennon and then with some of your young players coming up you're good you've got coverage there but that's the thing and, and this is I think something that we we have to keep in mind that you want to see because the second team's going to play the same way the academy older teams play the same way so whoever the bodies are and it, it, again this isn't always going to judge what the MLS team does but in this game, all the potential defenders are going to be asked to play the same way because that's the expectation when you put the Atlanta United shirt on. There is an identity here. And look, I know there, there's a narrative. I'm telling you the narrative is incorrect. Does the, the tactics change coach to coach, year to year, team to team, game to game? Absolutely they do because that's, that's how this goes. But the identity from a very big picture, Atlanta United teams want the ball, they don't want to give it away cheaply, and they want to win it back quickly. From a, a very big, broad picture, that's how they want to play. Yeah. So you're, you always want to build out of the back. Whoever it is, if it is a 16-year-old center back who is playing in this game, he's going to be expected to build out of the back just like Juan Operato. That's the expectation. And that's how players improve. And that's how they know what their expectation of the coaches is because it's consistent through the club. Uh, uh, 
Tom and Niall were asking about the Santi uh, Sosa ban. It was three matches, one already served. So it'll yeah. be two going into um, February. So he'll miss the San Jose and the Toronto matches. Yeah, it doesn't affect anything with preseason or anything like nope. that or the Toluca nope, nope, game. Nope. Yeah, it's all just MLS. Now, remember, however, um, last preseason, Alan Franco was not in the first choice group for Atlanta United in, I want to say, every preseason yes, match that you and I did because they knew that he was going to be suspended. And they uh, try to remember who the center back pairing was. I think it was George. I think it was yeah, Mott. I believe George. it was Campbell and, and Robin. Uh, because, again, they just knew that um, uh, Alan Franco was not going to be available at the start of the season. Yeah. Okay. So let's turn back the clock a couple of years ago. We've had Uh-oh. Barco watch. We did. We've had Pitti watch. Yeah, we did. We've had uh, those came true. We've had Villasanti watch. We've had Arzamendia watch. Remember <laughs> I, that? I think I think those watches were not quite to the same degree. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't rise to watch level. I guess. Are, are we on Yakimakis watch, or are we just on Yakimakis advisory right now? I, I think the the Villasanti and Arzamendia ones were uh, were Casios, not Rolexes. Okay, uh, and and the others were Rolexes. Um, I think uh, Yorgos Yakimakis is pretty close to a Rolex um, in terms of the the watch level because I I think it was missed a little bit um, early on in the he's going to leave Celtic part of the conversation. Atlanta was mentioned then um, and then Minnesota got mentioned and then uh, you're all Red Diamonds and the J-League got mentioned like a, a bunch of clubs have been mentioned. Cadiz and La Liga have come up but Atlanta was mentioned early on out of Scotland, Scottish reporting. And then there wasn't much Atlanta talk after that because it wasn't being talked about here, which is typical of how Atlanta United transfers have gone. You never hear anything about it here. You hear about it from elsewhere <laughs> and usually from Argentine reporters who have the connections to the agents and et cetera, et cetera. Right. Not so much in Scotland. It's a whole different conversation. So Atlanta's been mentioned. I think the conversations have been ongoing for a while. He fits the profile. Um, He's a really interesting one. We go back to that identity, right? We go back to the way the team plays and who you're looking to bring in to fit into. Again, identity's broad. Identity's not specific. It's like I used to work in the nonprofit world. The vision of an organization is very broad. It's the, if everything goes perfect, this is what we hope to achieve. Like we want to end hunger. The mission is how we're going to try to do that. It's the specifics. That's tactics. The identity is the vision. It's the big broad picture. So Yakimakis, when you look at the way Celtic played, when you look at the way I think Gonzalo Pineda played when he had coherent, consistent lineups, there's some similarities there. There's actually a lot of similarities there. Two teams that want the ball, two teams that want to build out of the back, two teams that want to connect the dots to get forward, and two teams that also ask their forwards to press, to defend. The defending starts up high. He's a very different body type than maybe we've seen out of the number nine position. He's a very different body type than Joseph Martinez, but he's been asked to do the things at Celtic and thrived in that situation as he's going to be asked to do here. And that's when you see that player and he's available and you're like, how would he fit here? 
you're looking for somebody who kind of comes from a club that has that same identity on the field that you do. So right. I think he, he, I think he fits. I think it's, it's a Rolex level watch. Okay. Uh, well, but, but I'm looking at it more from weather terms. I mean, it, 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 it went from <laughs> I went, park, I advisory, like maybe it'll happen to a Barco <laughs> watch. Like, yeah, they feel like it's going to happen. And then when we got to Barco warning, I mean, he was pretty much on the plane at that point. So are, are yeah. we at Yakimakis, truly a Yakimakis watch, or are we still kind of at the advisory level right now? If we're going to go weather with this, I think we're at watch level. Okay. All right. I think I, we're truly at that, watch That's level. fair. That, that means that forecasters believe, and Jason, I guess, is our forecaster here, that's forecasters believe that there's a decent to good chance that it will happen. Uh, now, I want to temper one thing here. Like it, it, And again, Christopher Abel, thank you very much for the comment on the Twitch pitch. He asks, do we think Yakimakis could be an MVP level forward? Let's pump the brakes just a little <laughs> bit on all of that. Let's give the guy a chance. And, and I yeah. think if you read between the lines of what Carlos Bocanegra was trying to tell you last week in the Joseph Martinez press conference, and, and this is not to downplay Yakimakis or anyone that Atlanta United brings in, but the level at which Joseph was producing in 2017 and 2018 is not ordinary. Yep. E even for a very, very good player, it's not ordinary. So I think you, you ought to give whoever Atlanta United brings in, and they're going to bring someone in. Yeah, I think you ought to give them a chance. But I don't, I, I just want to say caution. Let's not get into a habit of putting everything up against Joseph in 2017 and yep. 2018 because that's not going to be fair to him. No, it's not. And it's a, it's a different place than he's played before. This is a, a player who has been at Celtic for a couple of seasons. Um, and say what you want about the Scottish Premier League and its level compared to MLS. Um, when you, you have to separate, I think, most of the league and Celtic from mm -hmm. how they play. They, they play a higher level game, a, a more complex game. Uh, they have bigger expectations. And he has done very, very well there. He did very, very well in his one season at VVV Venlo in the Eredivisie in the Netherlands, where he had in league play. 26 goals and 30 starts. Um, he didn't have a great year in Poland. He had good years in the Greek Super League as he was younger. But the move to Scotland, and, and like I said before about the style of play and, and the identity, that makes me feel much better about this. Um, it, does that mean I expect him to have a hat-trick game? One, no. No, 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 no. That, that's not fair because... He's got to build those little societies with Tiago Almada, with Luis Araujo, with Derek Etienne Jr. He's got to build those connections. But I think he has the materials and the playing style to suit them really, really well. And them feeding him, I think, can really work. Again, I think it all fits on paper. You never know until you get the personalities in the room together and you start to build it from there that's the great unknown about sports on paper it all makes sense and i think it's a, a very good move on paper real quick I, I, because you and i both need to get up to yeah. marietta it, it, someone asked in the facebook uh comment section on our last stoppage time i don't think we had a chance to get to it is there someone else on atlanta united's current roster other than jackson conway who could potentially play the role of a nine if necessary 
I think it's Etienne Jr. I think I think Derek can play through the middle more than Luis Araujo could. I think you want Luis wide coming in, and Etienne could play through the middle. Um, and I would put Mosquera as the winger on the other side, just assuming from what we've seen so far. You start looking at a depth chart. I think that would work. Um, I think you're probably looking at at two forwards you'd want to bring in. You're looking at a starter, and you're looking at somebody who can compete with Jackson for the number two spot. And I would say, as somebody who watched Jackson all year last year with Atlanta United 2 and USL Championship, he's a much more mature player. And I'm not talking about emotional maturity. I'm talking about as a player, everything he does, the pressing, the connecting, the finishing. He's a much more mature player than he was this time last year. So he's going to compete. He's not just going to let somebody walk in and take it. We know different levels. Again, Celtic, Atlanta, United, two different levels. But he's going to compete. And you want to bring somebody in who's going to compete with him, provide something different than the potential other forwards. I think you're probably looking at signing two forwards. Yeah. Uh, and Yakimakis could be one of them. We'll find could out. Be. Okay, uh, so here's the deal. We're done for today. Now, if you can, turn on your radio. Go to 92.9 FM. In fact, Brad Guzan is on with Dukes and Bell as we speak. Carl and Mike are at the training ground. They are going to be with us watching training today. Um, I don't know if they'll be necessarily giving a play-by-play of training. Uh, I don't think we're at that level, but uh, (laughs) they are there. We're going to have uh, Garth Lagerway on with us at 440. We're going to have Gonzalo Pinedo on with us at 6 o'clock. I'd imagine they'll have Jason on as well for his insights. So we'll have live coverage. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of people. If if people listen to Atlanta soccer tonight on Monday, I think they they might have some questions about some of the things you have to say. I'll get to uh, tease about that in a moment. But again, we're at the training ground from now until 7.30 when the Hawks game starts on 92.9 the game. Uh, not open to the public today. Uh, I yeah. see you, Alex. Not open to the public. Uh, it's a media. I think we're going to kind of air quotes call this media day. I don't think they've really officially had a media day. So this is kind of as close as they're going to get. And then Jason, as uh, Jason mentioned earlier, Saturday, 2.30 pre-match show, 3 o'clock kickoff. We'll have a full-time report afterwards, a full radio broadcast Saturday for Atlanta United at Chattanooga FC starting at 2.30 Eastern time. Drive safely if you head on up there. And then don't forget Monday following – no, no Hawks game on Monday. Excuse no. me. So, no, there um, – now, what are we doing? There's a late Hawks game on Monday. Are you after Hawks? What are we doing? Uh, yeah, I'm after Hawks. I think it, oh, I think it is a late – I think I'm very late. I think I'm more like midnight. Uh, yeah, they're playing at Portland. Download Tuesday morning, the next edition of... <laughs> no, uh, be degenerate. Stay up with me. <laughs> Come on. And then, and then next Wednesday, are you in Mexico or are you still here? Don't know yet. The streaming okay. portion of that is a little up in the air. Uh, okay. We will be doing stoppage time. Um, That's what it I want to be know. happening. I don't think... Actually, I think next Wednesday is completely fine. It would be the following Wednesday that might be okay. complicated. But next Wednesday, yes, stoppage time, 2 o'clock. That is what we call on-air planning without any kind of uh, pre-show discussion. So we'll see you next Wednesday, 2 o'clock, for another edition of Stoppage Time. Christopher, just Jason going to Mexico. I can't make it. I've got Hawks games. Jason and I will be doing the AmFam Cup on Peachtree TV. I can tell you that. Yep. Uh, and then we're we're into the regular season. So uh, this will be 
our first and only opportunity to do radio before the season begins, but we're very excited for that. I, I believe, uh, you know, we talked about this with the, the World Cup version of Atlanta soccer tonight. I believe we are doing the first terrestrial U.S. broadcast of a soccer match in 2023 on Saturday. Really? Okay, cool. So Do we go. get anything for that? Uh, I'll bring uh, some cupcakes. All right. I, I think that's significant. Uh, Abby, I see you're going up. You know, uh, holler at your guys. We always love uh, your your sweets. Uh, so if you want to bring us some peanut butter cups or anything, I, I mean, I'll just put that out there. But, there you uh, go. And we'll we'll say it's in celebration of the first terrestrial radio broadcast for soccer in this country in 2023. Yes. I have to believe you are correct. Thank so we'll see you up in Chattanooga on Saturday. We'll see you on the radio this afternoon up in Marietta. And thank you for joining us today for Stoppage Time. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.